Come join the conversation, the show that you've been wanting. Keep it real with no filter. Weekly we share discussions. WWSD interviewing creative guests, talking the creative process and sharing all the influences from TV and film. Emmy nominated and winning. Yeah, they coming through. Actors and comedians too. Directors and writers, way more than a few. Masters of their craft. Yes, tune in. You gotta see this the podcast that you need. WWSD. Welcome to the WWSD podcast. Weekly, we share discussions with interesting and creative people. We are sponsored by Collectors Maze. You can check them out at collectorsmaze.com for all things related to fandom. I'm your host, Seamus, and I'm joining my co-host, Josh. How's it going, Josh? I'm doing good. I'm really excited for tonight, Seamus. Yeah, me too, man. Tonight, we have a very special guest, Clara Flaherty. Clara is an actor and singer in the Chicago scene. She's been in many theatrical productions, just finished filming her first feature film, My Little Renaissance Girl. Clara, it's a pleasure having you on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I love interesting and creative in the intro. All right. I'm interesting <laughs> and creative. Hell yeah. I'll take it. Also, Seamus failed to mention that you guys are related, which is, I think it's pretty cool. She's yeah. my cousin. I, I didn't want people to think that that was the only reason we were having her on. But, you yeah. know, <laughs> we'll, we save that That's for all the right. end. <laughs> She's my cousin. We, we share a grandma. Oh. Just a grandma? <laughs> <laughs> my uncle is her father what do you mean by share like do you guys have visit visiting rights or <laughs> she gets her on the weekends you know i, I have uh, i have custody currently yeah it's a it's a proximity thing so why don't you tell us a little bit of your background and like what what you do in the chicago area in your career and all that so i grew up in seattle and then knew kind of from a young age that I wanted to be in theater and be in singing. I actually found my way to singing kind of through a, a little bit of a fluke. Uh, I went to, my friend was in a children's choir and we went to the concert. And at the time, like my parents were very strict about like desserts and just like, you got like one dessert a week on Saturday. And we went to this concert and like, all the kids like came off the stage during intermission and all got like lollipops and we're walking around the audience with lollipops. And I was like, hell yeah, I want a lollipop. <laughs> so I was like, I'll join this choir and every show that I do, I'll get some kind of candy. <laughs> so I joined this choir for the candy. And then that was like fourth grade. <laughs> I've been doing it ever since. So I kind of found my way to acting through singing and then fell in love with the acting part more. So, so I moved to Chicago for, for college in uh, like 10 years ago, which is fucking crazy. And then have just been kind of doing everything from, from improv to stand up to musical theater to street theater. And then uh, like Seamus uh, called out in the beginning, just finished uh, wrapping up my first feature film, which was so fucking cool. No, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you did mention uh, you, you were started with the choir and then it kind of translated to acting. Like how, how what was that transition? Like, I think it's like, okay, like now I'm singing and like, all right, I guess I can do sports or I could do something else that is more artistic. And then I kind of moseyed my way over to the theater. And I don't know. I just, I really loved the parts of performing where you just get to, feel other things and like be other people like I, I was really drawn to that and like playing make-believe was, was something I always loved so like even now in my career 
I think something that's served me is I have a very low voice compared to <laughs> other other women my age, especially singing voice too. And I think that's something that helps me stand out in a sea of 20 something white females who are all trying to be actors and be in theater. So I think a lot of what I have been called in for and done through today is, is musical theater because that's the thing that's like most clearly distinct about me. You told me before that you like you, you enjoy acting a little bit more like you sing just in the service of theater like so you can act because that's like something you can offer right yeah yeah and i and i love singing but i would never want to be like a front girl to a band or so i would never want to sing without the acting side of it too because that's what i find more joy in okay and, and do you like acting without singing though i like acting without singing okay. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> the thing i like the most is making people laugh like that's that's where, okay. where i thrive which you would think that improv would be a good place for me, but I'm so fucking bad at improv. <laughs> like, it's just like, I I never really had an experience growing up when like, you know, you're, you're picked last for a team or whatever. The only time that's really happened to me is my adult life and improv <laughs> class where it was like people, we were like going to do like compete at like our like final class performance. And like, there were like two team leads and like people just picked people from the class to be on there. Oh my God. That's so disheartening. That's so... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cool. Yeah, yeah. Josh is a good one. That's it. You're like, Michael's a good player. That makes sense. You picked him. Like, best for last. <laughs> so, you know, not great at improv. What is it about improv that you don't think you're good at or that you're not first pick materials? I think it's. It's more, I just first pick material. <laughs> I think it's just like, I get like so fucking in my head, like when anything happens and I'm just, I can't get out of it. Like I would walk into every scene and be like, it's me, um, Martha. Like, hello. You know, it's like, that's not helpful to anyone. What, how do you yes and that? <laughs> like, So it's just like coming up with content as I, off the top of my head, I'm not good with. I like when I have like a written word that I'm like, okay, I can find the humor in this and then deliver that. Do you find like if you're working off a script, you're able to like riff and, and kind of improvise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When okay. I have like a set, but it's like when you walk into a place and it's just like, okay, like you don't even know like where the scene is going. I feel like if I have like the bones of like, here's where we need to hit, like then I'm a little better. But when it's just like, all right, and you can do anything. I'm like, well, what do you mean I can do anything? Well, I can't do anything. <laughs> you're still performing improv like live uh, regularly? Before the pandemic, we I did like a weekly. I was doing music improv before the okay. pandemic. Was trying. I was like, okay, maybe I'll like, maybe I'll find myself doing better here. Nope, not the case. Bad at music improv too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know music improv was a thing. So let's let's pause real quick. Explain music improv to me. <laughs> it's really just improv, but with music. And you have a you have a pianist. At least this team that I was on, we had a pianist, and you just got a suggestion from the audience, and then you do like a thirty minute scene, and somebody is. It's much different because you do have to sing the chorus multiple times so that like the whole team can get it. But it's how it works is one person decides what the chorus is and then everybody like jumps in and then people will like come in and take verses. But like one person steps forward first and is like, here's the chorus of this song. And then you kind of jump in from there. Do you ever blank on stage? Do you ever just go blank and like don't have anything to say? Yes. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Even unscripted work, Seamus. Like, it's so <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I have a fucking line. I know I do. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the, the scariest thing for like improv. If you like, just don't have anything, it has to be so. Yeah, because I'm pretty quick with it. But I know there'll be times where I just absolutely blank. It was like line. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that happens to me at work when I'm trying to explain something and I just I just stop and then I'm like, this isn't coming. Nothing's coming. Nothing's coming. And then I get in my head and I'm like, everybody's like staring at me, waiting for me to say something. I feel like we've had a couple of conversations and then you were you're like thinking of something and you're like, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a it's a common experience with me. 
do you have to be a good singer to do singing improv? In fact, you don't. <laughs> there are a lot of people who like you need to be able to carry a tune like you, and you need to be able to hear when you're off key. But you don't need to be really good other than that. Have you ever had anybody come that, that, that couldn't do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> is that funny or is that like, is it just hard to watch? It's funny when you're not sure if they're doing it on purpose. And then when you realize they're doing it on purpose, then it's like, oh, no, this is painful. Now. <laughs> this is not funny. Like where they where they don't, they don't um, know that they're off key. Yeah, and they yeah. don't have any hope of getting back on key. And yeah, and like, and then you'll like go near their ear and sing louder, and it's like that doesn't help. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and for like the actual music portion, like, are people trying to like do like song parody, or is it like just trying to come up like a complete new song like off the top? It really depends on the pianist you have. We were lucky to have a really incredible pianist. She would like just like hear the mood of where the scene was going, and then she'd just like start playing something, and that like helped you figure out. Like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, okay. So if it's like dramatic, she'll start doing like dramatic piano or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. That's that's, that's a lot of that's, fun. That's so cool. It's fun and it's a cool experience, and like it is really fun too. I feel like a lot of a lot of kids who do theater, like you just grow up like harmonizing to songs. Like you're just like, oh, I'm gonna find like the third above, and it's probably so fucking annoying. Like whenever you like, and anybody who does music too, but like you're just like always singing the third above. So it's fun in this music improv world. Like that's what they want you to do. Like usually people are like, can you just sing the melody? But like you're singing, the, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, saw, I saw you mentioned on your, uh, on your like list of skills was improvisation harmonizing. I was like, <laughs> I, that term was funny to me. My, my goal going into auditions that like, how does anyone behind a casting table, like remember who you are? Like you want them to see something that they're like, Oh, like ask me a question or something that makes you different than the, the hundred other people that walk in that day. So I put that on. <laughs> for is that, is that a term you made up just so people would ask you what it is? Yes, Jameis. <laughs> uh, that's <Why>? hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. So what, what did you end up going uh, for college for? Theater. And then oh, okay. I minored in marketing. I tried the double major, but then I was like double majoring in communications and theater and junior year. It was like interpersonal relationships and like public speaking. And I was like, that doesn't sound real. Like I, <laughs> I need something. I already have a degree that people think is not going to sound real. So I moved to like marketing uh, instead. Yeah, I hated public speaking in college. It was so terrible. Yeah. I feel like public speaking in front of like your peers when you're just yourself is so scary. Like I, I hate public speaking when it's like, well, this is me and this is me saying things like it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting, Like, but you're you, you love performing in front of people. Yeah. 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 So what's so is, is that is that because you're you're like you're a different person like when you're acting yeah. so you can kind of there's nothing on the line. Yeah, I think the the scariest performance I do I do a Christmas show with my friend called Single All the Way where we just like talk about how it sucks to be single for the holidays and we parody a bunch of Christmas songs of, about that. The first time we did that show, that was the most terrified I've ever been performing because it was like, okay, like this is what I think is funny. <laughs> like so, I hope like. Like when you're reading someone else's script, it's, all right, like this, well, this is just what the person wrote and I'm just performing it. It's like, no, this is what I, this was the best material I could come up with for this show. Oh, so they hate it. They did hate you. <laughs> if you hate this, you hate me. So <laughs> it's definitely scary. Oh, man. Yeah, because I remember in like public speaking class, like me personally, I never had a problem speaking in front of people, but that class was brutal. Like it was so hard to like speaking in front of classmates. Why? Or just like, I don't know. I guess because I was being graded for it and shit. I don't know, but yeah. like I have no problem speaking in front of people, like large groups. It doesn't bother me. It's whatever. Like, I speak like all day long, and it's just like it was hard. Like it was like literally hard to do it. I, I had a similar experience with that. Like I, I took like a physics based one, but you had to give talks on like physics topics, and it was like it was it was tough. It was it was the same thing. Like, I I felt horrible at the end of each one, and I was looking around at everybody. I was like, yeah, I did. I did terrible, right? But like nobody cared. 
You know, like yeah. nobody, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Fucking care. it's like, they, don't, they don't fucking care. They're not grading you. Bombing in a public speaking class. <laughs> Josh, what did you go to school for? Uh, criminal justice. Ooh, well, that's cool. No, no that's, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds awesome though. Sure. In the criminal justice system. That was one of the things that I was like, when I was like, oh, I could just study anything. It was like, because I watched a lot of Law and Order SVU. I was like, maybe I'll do criminal justice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a really big Batman fan. And I was like, yeah, this is the first step. <laughs> justice. <laughs> uh. First step, criminal justice. Next step, billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It is funny though. Um, I, I work in tech, and I'm, I'm a VP for for a tech company, and like I do use like some of like there's there's steps and all for like problem solving in in, in that field and all, yeah. and and creating documentation and shit. It's, it's like the same way, but majority of it's absolutely useless. Like yeah. I don't need to know blood splatter patterns for. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, guys, I've got an idea. I've laid it out on this yeah. on this whiteboard. <laughs> my, my obscure knowledge of like criminal law in Florida is not very helpful in the real world. <laughs> you you went to Chicago uh, for, for school though. Why why did you pick Chicago? Was it just for like that acting school? I mean the uh, the theater school. Yes. A lot of theater schools like don't let you double major. Like if you're if you want to be serious about theater, like they won't let you double major because they're like, this is what you need to commit your heart and soul to. And a lot of schools like the message that you grow up hearing is like, if you like anything else, the way you like theater, like go do that. Like don't <laughs> come do theater. <laughs> like, yeah, do not live like this. So that's I think that's why a lot of schools put it in place. that like, OK, this is what you want then commit to it and do this as your only major. You figured they would allow like people to have like a, a second major, like because it's acting in theater and stuff. Yeah, like give them a fallback plan for fuck's sake. Yeah. I think it's a lot easier to do things creatively when you're not stressed about trying to make the bills. Yes, yeah. But 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 I've also heard that sometimes sometimes that like for certain people that's what they need to be successful as well. It's like you know, gun to the head, I have I have to make it kind of thing. So I don't know. Sometimes you read interviews with successful actors and they were like, I was just coasting and like I was getting auditions. But until I like quit my job and like had to pay the bills at acting, I I wasn't making any any movement. But yeah, so went to Loyola and then Loyola also gave me the most money. (laughs) So I was (laughs) like, okay, that's where I'm going. (laughs) You were looking at Chicago or New York, right? Looking at Chicago, New York. But I also, yeah, like I didn't I didn't really know because I also looked at D.C. for a little bit. Like it was just kind of like. Who, who wants me? Here I am, ready to learn. Like, bring it on. But Loyola was was for sure the right pick in the right place. So, so, uh, so after, after you graduated, like, what, what were those next steps to kind of, st- like, starting your careers, like, acting and singing and all that? So the school did your last semester of school. You did, like, a class called Audition Seminar. And it's literally just, like, a full semester of learning how to audition and preparing your audition package. Any, any room that you walk into, you have to submit your headshot and resume first. So like you need professional looking headshots. You can't just have like your friend take a nice, oh, nice well-lit picture of you. Like there's very much a Chicago headshot vibe. The same as if like I moved to LA, I would need to get different headshots because you need an LA headshot vibe, which is crazy. It's just also they're so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So this class just like taught you how to audition and how to present yourself when you walk into a room. And that's where I learned the thing of like, if you have any interesting skills, like put them on your resume. Like you want people to ask you questions. Like you want people to remember one thing about you. It, it was like that class, like overly helpful. Or did you find out a lot of that stuff was kind of useless information? It was helpful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't okay. have known any of that if I hadn't taken that class until I like started going into audition rooms. And like, you also just got to practice. I, I've heard actors say like auditioning is part of the career. It's definitely, you need to practice auditioning. It's a, it's a skill outside of completely outside of performing to like completely outside of like 
theater shows and and acting on film. Like it's a completely different skill set. But it was helpful. Every week was like you practice doing an audition. So like you got a monologue, you had to come in, you had to do it. Okay. How do you actually get auditions? There's sites in each major city. There's big site that all the actors will go to. The casting call sites. Yeah, casting call sites. There's Actors Access, Backstage, Casting Networks. The one that I've done mostly in Chicago was Theater in Chicago has a really great site and great listings. And then you submit pretty much a cover letter for each role, which is like very short. It's like, hi, I'm this person. I saw this opportunity. I think it'd be a good fit. Here's my headshot and resume. Let me know if you'd like to see me. Oh, wow. I didn't know you had to do like a cover letter. Yeah, you got to like submit yourself first. And then they'll be like, okay, yes, you may come into our room to perform for us. So that's how you you mainly start doing it. Kind of hope that, that they that they want to see you and that they like you. And that's why your headshot and resume is so important. People just like flip, flip. Okay, no, yes. So you, you have to get a callback to, to go in and, and perform. And that's even just the first audition. And then usually there are callbacks. Oh, okay. That's submitting my headshot and resume just for the audition. And then they'll call me in if they want to see me. And then if they like me from my audition, then they'll give me a callback, which is when you come back in and you interact with other people they're thinking about so they can see what your chemistry is and, and all that. So, so they need to call you to tell you you can come and audition first and then you get a callback. Mm-hmm. And then maybe. And then, and then probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, what's kind of like the percentage of like things that you apply for and things that you get to audition the first time for? Probably like... 10% of what I submit for, I get called in for. It seems pretty high. I, I heard like it's a way less number. For actual, like what I get cast in, that's like 1%. Yeah. But like, you like just like getting into a room. Yeah, probably like 10%. And then what's, what's, what about on the callbacks? Like of those 10%? Callbacks, probably like 3%. And then also the actual role, like 1% or like 0.1%. <laughs> I imagine you're submitting to everything that you can. Yeah. Anything that has a role that might fit me. A lot of people I know did move away and like stop doing it. Artists mm. got fucked like through the, you know, across the board with the pandemic. I mean, everybody did. That's a good segue. What did you do during COVID or like the height of COVID? I know we're still living in it. We did a virtual version of the Christmas show that I do, the single all the way. And that was fun. That it was, we'd never done it that people outside of Chicago could see it. So like my family got to see it for the, for okay, the first cool. time, like my extended family got to see it for the first time. And it's a, like a very personal, like kind of like raunchy show just about like all our escapades and being single. And uh, so that was funny. I I didn't let Seamus, I didn't let grandma watch the full thing. I oh, made no. a cut for grandma. Uh. <laughs> Not that she would remember it, but like I made a cut specifically for grandma. <laughs> But it was cool, like being able to like share it with larger world, and that that was really fun. But other than that, I mean, I've been taking classes and stuff, like learning because now it's a whole new world. Like a lot of auditions, first auditions are on Zoom. Like they are just like asking you to submit a video of you doing a monologue, whereas before it was like, no, come in. Definitely, we want to see you in person. We want to see your energy. But now the majority of first auditions are a Zoom call. Do you like that, or you don't really care for it? I hate it. It makes I I hate it a lot because it's just like. It's Wi-Fi is off at all, like on either side, like, all right, you, this is, you know, it, it doesn't work. It's not, I don't know, it's just, there's so many more factors that you can't control. It's not something that you're like recording and producing and then sending in. It's like a live call. It's both. It can be both. So sometimes they'll be like, can you send a video uh, of you doing whatever? Or it'll be hop on the Zoom call and then we'll do, we'll do one live. We, we talked to an actor, uh, Chris Williams, and he was actually saying like, he liked the, the Zoom way of doing it because he can like, punch it up and like make it look really good and you do a couple takes of it and then like send them the best one 
and then, like and we do it in front like you're just like all right this is me and you don't really you can't really do a redo I hate it because I get so in my head and then I'm like, oh, I could make that better. I could have done that better. Like, why did I move my eye like that? Like, nobody would do that. You know, like I just like <laughs> overanalyze it. So I would much rather yeah. like go in person and be like, well, I had 60 seconds and I did it. And that there it is. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. But it is good. Like there's way more access for people ever, you know, around, around, around the globe. There's a lot more access that you can submit for things that you never would have been able to. And I'd be like, yeah, I could buy in and be there if you need, you know. How much of that have you been doing through throughout the pandemic? like video auditions and things like that? Not as much as I should be. I took a break. I moved to Seattle in May because I was just like, I don't know what what I want to do. Like, I kind of took a step back from acting and just figuring out like, okay, is this what I want? Like, we're growing up, we're getting older. Like, what is this? What do I want to do with life? And is it 16 bars of a song and a one minute monologue for <laughs> until the cows come home? Because it's so hard to be successful. So I, I came home and I kind of, thought about it all and I realized like fucking a yeah I do want to be an actor <laughs> like this is what I want so that's why I'm moving back to Chicago uh actually Monday to keep going and keep driving towards it because that's I mean that's that would be the ultimate dream it's just like to pay your bills acting like that's what I want what is your version of like of making it as an actor <laughs> three hours later comedian person <laughs> human <laughs> what was the what was the improv uh, uh improvisational harmonizing <laughs> I, I don't know you're, you're chicago's like foremost improvisational harmonist yeah well that's <laughs> <laughs> and you you actually have a, a pretty good like day job and all like are you when you're at your day job all you're thinking about is acting and, and doing creative shit or do you kind of turn it off for the day like punch out and then like at the end of the day, you're like, all right, I'm in acting mode now. I try to turn it off. I feel that I am a good employee and I put in 110 while I'm there. And part of that has been like the long game of that has been like, all right, I want to have a job that can trust me to to go on auditions and come back and get my shit done. You know, like a lot of jobs will be like butts in your chair from nine to five. And then your time is yours, especially with like the move to remote work. I built a trust and a, and a loyalty with the company and I I have the flexibility to go do things and, and go do auditions. So there's been a lot of days where I'm like, Hey boss, I have to go take an audition, but then I'll be back on. Like, this is when I won't be here. It's always just been like, great. Let us know if you need anything. Good luck. That trust and that relationship is part of why I wanted to work at a tech company when I first came out of school and was like, okay, what should I do? You're, you're, um, you have a leadership position there. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Your manager. This is, I'm going to use this in like my comedy show or memoir or whatever it is. Like I got a promotion from community manager to manager of community. <laughs> like that was my title. <laughs> and I was like, this is fake. <laughs> this isn't real. I appreciate it. But <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been good. But it is like during the day I will like, I'll take like usually like my lunch during the day, I'll look for auditions and then submit then. And then also after work and working on stuff. When I'm there, I try to focus there because I I do have that relationship, and I want to keep that going. And you uh, you you enjoy the work there as well, right? Yeah. So I mean, so that's, that's that has to be hard because like you have a, a pretty successful like career. I don't want to use the term real job because that's like disingenuous to, to like acting and all that. But like you have a real job that yeah. you're really successful <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. How's your family like? Are they really supportive? Like you still chasing like your acting dream and and singing and all that? Are they, they? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. I love my family. They're very supportive of me, and um, I think like even extended family, like everybody's always like, like grandma always calls me and is like, but well, I've been storm in heaven for you. Like for like to get me into theater, <laughs> like, just, you know, it's just across the board. Like they've been very supportive. And I think 
the biggest concern, like there is a financial concern from my family. I'm just like, all right, like, well, how will you pay your bills? But like, <laughs> it's never been like, don't pursue theater. It's been like, make sure you can pay your bills and chase your dreams. Like do both, but make sure you're eating, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's so much less stressful. Like when you're able to pay your bills, I was trying to do something like that for a while. Like, you know, having a nice job, it's so much so much better. Like the the things you can do. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. So I got out of college. I had a job at a terrible company that I hated. I left them to do a summer sock. And then I did for six months, I did like service jobs. And like, I had, I think I had like six part-time jobs, like just like trying to, to make ends meet. And I was like, this will be better because I'll have way more flexibility to act. And then I was like, I've got no fucking time to act. Like I'm like trying to juggle all these schedules. And I think Chicago theater, especially at the level that I'm at is night rehearsals and weekend rehearsal. Cause a lot of like a lot of people in Chicago have day jobs. It's been good for me to have that work and those hours. Is fame a motivator for you at all? No, I don't really think about fame or like what that would mean. Like if that were to ever happen, but like, it's more of just like the thing that I find the most joy in and love doing the most is theater. Like that's what I want to spend my days doing, you know, like how, and to do that, I need to be able to make money doing it, you know? Right. You prefer theater over film. They're very different. I like them both. And doing My Little Renaissance Girl was like, was, was so fun. So that's, that's the the feature film that we just shot. And this was the girl that I do single all the way with. Like, like three years ago, she was like, Claire, I want to write a movie. And I was like, cool, Amy. Like, she was like, do you want to write it with me? And I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, okay. So she just like wrote this script. And then she like, Amy Heller, everyone who's listening to this podcast, go, go find that girl. She's going to, she's going to be famous. Know her name. She just like found a team of people who believed really hard in the script. It's like a dark comedy about body dysmorphia and just like her, it's, it's a very vulnerable piece of herself, but she's looked at it in such a comedic light. And she got like, she got some crazy funding for this. Like she's raised like 40 K the cameras we used to film this, the cameras that were used for Mad Max, Black Klansmen. And something like the Saving Private Ryan, like the literal piece of equipment that we were using, because she got this funding because people just believed in the scripts. And it it was so cool to to do this film because people would be like, okay, like the fork on the table was in a different position. Like we got to move that back. Like people that I didn't know who just had come together because Amy had written, had decided to write a movie and share this part of herself. And it was, it was really cool. But filming is very different because you, you do it once and then you're done with it. Whereas like theater, it's like, okay you do this scene six shows you know six shows a week and for eight weeks or whatever it is so it was different and I like them both but for different reasons and from like like a scheduling with like your your work theater or uh like film work be easier for you it kind of depends on the project because like some film things like are like all right like Milo Renaissance Girl was hard because it was like I had to take off like 10 days but again it was okay, like take the time and then, and then come back, you know, like it, it wasn't, I like, I put it on my calendar like three days before and they were like, all right, great. You know, like, it be, so that was, that was good. But with commercial or if you're just a guest star in a show, like you're only usually on set for like one or two days because nobody needs to pay you for much more than that. So that would be easier in a sense of like, whereas theater, it's like, okay, then you finish work and then you go to the theater and you get in your makeup and you go on stage and that's, you know, five nights or whatever it is. So for different reasons, depending on the project, I think it's it's flexible. Theatrical actors in Chicago have a union as well. Is that that correct? There's actors equity is like the the big like theater union. Is that is that national? That's national. Yeah. There's not one that's specific Chicago. And same with SAG after like SAG, you probably SAG after us is the film uh the film one and that's also national are you a part of any of those unions i am emc which means that i'm working towards the equity so 
getting into equity is kind of a nightmare because in order to get into equity, an equity theater needs to be like, we want this person to work with us. And then you earn like points per week that you get with an equity theater. So I've got like 10 points because I've done 10 weeks of work with an equity organization. Is that similar to like SAG where once you get part of it, you can't do like non-union work? Well, yeah, exactly. So like my Christmas show that I do, like I would not be able to afford myself if I were to be in the (laughs) equity, like in equity, because you have to pay a certain amount. You have to do a certain amount of breaks and stuff like that. So as of right now, I don't want to be in equity, but I would like to be equity probably in like three years. I imagine things aren't guaranteed like at any point in this business, but how likely are you to be able to pay your bills once you become union? Is this something that's a lot more likely or is, are you still going to have to like claw and like beg and still unlikely, <laughs> still, <Okay>. still, <laughs> still fairly unlikely. Is it, is it easier though? Equity jobs pay more, but it's still like, especially theater, like I could earn seven fifty a week at a big Chicago theater, whereas I could earn 1500 in a day shooting a commercial where I'm just like, you know, or whatever, yeah. like they just like use my face for two seconds. Like, so kind of, it, it depends. If you're in the theaters union, are you able to do SAG productions? They're completely different. Yeah, they're completely yeah, they're separate. separate. So I can yeah. still be non-union film, but I'm union theater. So like, like that's that's like anything on stage is is the theater, and then like anything that's on film is is outside of that. Yeah. So it's, I feel like in some world, like it would make more sense for them to be the same because it's all like actors and crew, but it's it is different skill sets. And are you are you auditioning for commercials at all? So I just got an agent. Oh, cool. Last week. So they will hopefully start submitting me for commercials, but a lot of like commercial auditions and film auditions and TV spots, like you can't even find, like they don't even list, they only list them for agents. So then you need an agent to kind of get you in the door in that world. That's cool. Congratulations on an agent. Thank (laughs) you. I'm excited. That's awesome. (laughs) Would you say that like other people that are in the, like the theater field, is that kind of their dream too, just to pay the bills doing theater? I think the majority of people, yeah, I think there are people who are like, I want to be famous and I want to make wazoo money, which like, yeah, we all, we all want to make a lot of money. (laughs) Like, I think no matter what field you're in, we all would just like to have whatever money. But I think there are some people who do it because they want to be famous. But I think the vast majority of people are, it's just, it's just what we love and what we, what we want to do for work, you know, like that's, so I, I, I think that would, I think the majority of people would say that. What have other actors said on your show? Uh, It's it's kind of yeah we don't think we really asked that because yeah, yeah like Tori Tori is that same way Tori Atkins yeah, yeah he, he was he was doing it for the love of it yeah it's like a lot a lot of them it's really like love of the art and all I think yeah. ultimately like they, they, they we we talked to some some actors that have made it most would agree to that and like I, I think it's like the only thing that really drives them at that point is just to continue work of acting like the challenge and like doing like more difficult parts or like getting parts or like getting onto like a, a big movie or like a big franchise or something or a big show. Like Shama said, like once you make like enough money, like it, nothing else really matters and all because like you're, you're set and then you just start pursuing the art and start pursuing like yeah. stuff you love. The actors in that category that they get to that point and it doesn't matter anymore. It's like, there's just, they're yeah. acting to act. Yeah. Seamus, are you, are you still doing stand up then? Are we allowed to talk about you on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like it's it's funny. Every week I'm like I'm not gonna go this week, and then I end up going, and I'm like I'm Hell not yeah. gonna go up, and I'm like I end up going up. I'm planning on going up tomorrow. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Josh, do you do any stand up? No, I'm I'm not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're funny. <laughs> no, don't don't patronize me. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not really funny either yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> 
I'm only able to make my family laugh. I, I'm just, I just want the personality for stand up. I mean, I, I say funny things, but I don't think I'm like, a, like an overly funny person. Yeah, if I try too hard, I just don't feel like it's funny. Like I rather do like more like off the cuff kind of comedy, but yeah, I yeah, I feel that. Yeah, but uh, you, you do. You said you do a little bit of stand up, though, right? Or you tried it? I tried it for a little okay. bit, but yeah, I just there's something about me being like, this is what I think is funny. I hope you also think it's funny. <laughs> like yeah. this is what I I took the t- I don't know. Like that scares me. I like doing other people's work. <laughs> For like acting and all, I, we didn't really talk about the type of acting, but do you like comedic acting? Is that like your your go-to or do you like more dramatic? I like comedic. I like dramatic too, but I like comedic. I think I was thinking through this, like I think my dream would be to be on, because I love like, especially like at work, like I love going into work and seeing the same people every day. So I think I would want that too. Like I would love to be on like a Shit's Creek or a How I Met Your Mother, like some kind of sitcom, but like that has like the meteor moments. So it's not just like the slapstick, but is no that tracks. like heartwarming yeah, yeah yeah i think that would be the dream and like going to work and seeing the same people every day and getting to work with them and build that trust that's funny because like there, there are a lot of actors like that is their dream that they, they want to like the the 10 season sitcom and yeah. but there's other people they get they get burnt out on it and like they kind of get tired of it and they want to do other bigger things and go into big yeah. films and it happens a lot with with actors like do you yeah. feel like if you did do a sitcom would you kind of get tired of it after a certain point and you want to go like for something bigger or would you be content I think I'd be content. I'm like fiercely loyal. So I feel like once I got it, I'd be like, okay, like this is this, this is me. Like we're here until the end. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like here until you say goodbye to me. So I think I, I think I would I would like that. Yeah, then you're then you're known as that. And then that's harder to get. Like Flo is not gonna do any work unless she's working as Flo, you know, like that's just <laughs> Because she's now known as that, people are going to think of that immediately. And it happens a lot with actors, and they kind of get like, all right, this is the person. And they kind of, they're almost like typecast themselves. Yeah. Know, they'll always be yeah. that role. Yep. Something that something that, that's interesting about you to me is that, uh, yeah, you've always had a great voice, but I, I've, I've noticed that over the years, your voice has gotten remarkably better as well. <laughs> so <laughs> it's always been great it's always been great that was like almost mean <laughs> i could i could tell if it was a compliment or not like well, I, I, I said like <laughs> years ago you're terrible yeah uh, well i, I said you've always, you've always had a great voice you did lead with that yes. yeah i did hey let's 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 remember that so but i i know i know that you put a lot of work into um into classes and uh, developing yourself as uh, in, in, in in acting and in your your voice so a lot of people don't think that you can get better at certain things. Like they think that you're kind of, you have an inborn talent. What's, what do you do to get better? And like, what is, um, what, what's that, what's that process like? Both acting and singing are muscles that like my voice, I stopped doing voice lessons for six months. My voice is for sure worse. <laughs> like I am not <laughs> as good of a singer as I was six months ago, but it is like a, like, and same, same with acting. Like if you're not constantly practicing and constantly doing it like you you do kind of you lose a little bit of that muscle and you can all it is a bike like you can get back on it but it if you're, if you're not practicing you, you lose it what do you uh what do you do to practice acting when you're not in a production one of the things i do is i will read plays and pick a part and then just try and do that part throughout and just okay like how would i listen or react in this way and what would this person do and why is this what's the motivation behind this like just trying to find those deeper motivations I also take in classes and a lot of that helps you flex that muscle memory with other people. Cause a lot about, a lot of acting is reacting. You need to be able to listen well and, and see what other people are doing because you can't do a part the same way. If, with two different actors playing opposite you, you would, it would be two different performances from, from me. 
even though it's the same words, because you have to very much take what they give you. We didn't really go into this yet, but rejection, like, I know we kind of went a little bit into it with all the auditions, but how do you kind of cope with like that much rejection? Because it is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's hard for sure. Does it get easier at least? It's gotten easier in the sense of like, I'm more confident with who I am now than I was six years ago. So six years ago, I don't get something. It's like, well, yeah, I suck, you know, like, but now I've built up to a point of like, no, I know I'm good. I've done some cool things. Like so random, like somebody could pick someone over you because their name is the name of their best friend's brother or what, you know, like, it's just like, it's so, there's a lot of talented people and it's not really about you. And that's something that has kind of helped me. But like, I can be as good as I want. There's still a level of luck that will come down to it. Becky, you, you don't get any feedback either. It, it seems like it'd be easier to get better if you were like, if you knew why you got rejected each time, you know? Yeah. But like not knowing that's got to be, that's got to be an interesting thing to deal with. So I just, I submitted to a bunch of agents over the last month. I was trying to get one. And one of them, their rejection letter to me, because sometimes agents will email you back and be like, you know, yes or no. They sent me an email that was like, hey, Clara, please see attached our response. And then they made me like download the PDF. PDF said, we will not be accepting you. We have too many people that look like you. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> um, but just the fact that they made me like download, like just put that in the goddamn email, like send me the rejection and put it in the body. <laughs> but it is, yeah, you don't, you don't get feedback. So you just kind of have to sit with like, the, you know, maybe I was too tall or maybe it was like it can come down to so many things. Do you kind of look into like who did get the role over you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. a common act, a- actor thing as well. It's funny. But then sometimes it's funny when I go to shows because like I'll always try every show I audition for. I try to go see if I'm if I'm not in it, which is the majority <laughs> such as life. But sometimes I'll go and I'll be sitting in the audience and be like, Oh yeah, she's good. Like I would not have cast me either. You know, like it's just like you see, at least like, you're delusional. Yeah. Like, yeah. Scarlett Johansson again. Like, <laughs> I remember one audition I went to the main Chicago audition room. Like you can hear who was ever inside the room, so everyone waiting outside can hear who was ever in there, which adds a whole other layer of pressure too. Like yeah, when you're actually that's, performing, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. But the girl that went in before me was like so fucking good that I was like standing there like laughing. Like I would, I'm not going in. Like I don't know. Follow that. Like, (laughs) and I like even like when I walked in, like it was just like I can't do that. Oh my god. I think the other part of rejection is like trying to find joy in the fact of like, okay, like there's a lot of people struggling to get parts and to perform out here. So like somebody got cast and that's cool. Everybody's suffering, but like somebody got cast in that role, you know? Do you hang out with a lot of act- actors and stuff like that? Yeah. I have a lot of, lot of lot, especially Chicago, like the Chicago acting scene, like it does feel more family than what I've heard the New York theater scene f- feels like and the LA films of just like, it is more, okay, we all are, we're all marching towards the same goal. Like we all just want to succeed. Um, whereas like New York, I've heard from the, my actor friends that are there, it's like cutthroat. Like you get into audition room, like nobody looks at you, nobody smiles. Whereas like you walk into audition room here and it's like, oh, hey, like, have you in a while? Like you were so okay. good in that role, you know? Like, That's cool. There is like a familiar, because you you end up seeing the same people because, mm-hmm. you know, the same people are getting called like, in. Like, like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you end up at being just being friends with people that look like you yeah. <laughs> i did a voiceover class like a year ago and 
I got into the Zoom room and there was Sarah Simmons. And I was like, I know Sarah Simmons because I see her at every audition. I don't, I've never talked to her for any other reason, but it's like, we saw each other in enough that she was like, all right, I've seen you at all of these. Like, what's your name? <laughs> and like, that's how I met her. It is, a, it's a small world. Why do you think the culture is so different in Chicago? I think part of it is that like, there is like a Midwest, Midwestern nice that like, okay, that vibe is there. <laughs> I imagine like almost everybody goes through Second City as well, right? Yeah, a lot of people do Second City. Yeah. There's a lot of good acting schools in Chicago, though. Not just Second City. But Second City is the biggest name, obviously. You only go out to LA if you want to like work on TV and movies, right? Yeah, so I was... Because I moved back here to kind of reset. And then I was like, okay, where should I go next? And I was thinking about LA. But... Yeah, I like I don't have I don't really have any like film and TV credits and I don't have a, like I don't have any of the film stuff yet. So I called one of my coaches in Chicago and I was like, I can go anywhere. Where should I go? And he's like, come back here. Like you have a community here. Like come back here, get an agent, get your film and TV credits, get your reel in order and then go to L.A. if that's where you want to be. But like come come build it here in the place that knows you. OK, what's that? What, what do you think is the biggest challenge that's like facing you and accomplishing your goals for this for your career? I think like not. There is going to be a certain point if I get farther, far enough and successful enough, there's going to be a certain point where I'm going to need to miss other things. Like there's going to be a point of sac- bigger sacrifice, sacrifice than I think I've had to than I've had to experience thus far. I think if I want it, I'll get it. But it's if I am going to choose something like if I choose family or if I choose, you know, like whatever, like not that you can't have it all. But one time an acting teacher was like, you will get you will get whatever it is you want. But there's a certain point where people are like, okay, no, I want a steady paycheck and I want to understand that. And that becomes the most important thing. But it's like, when I have to reconcile with that is going to be the the biggest challenge. But I hope I hope I overcome it. <laughs> so what are the other things uh, in this day and age with like social media and YouTube and, and all that? Like, how, how's that kind of affected like uh, acting and going out for auditions and dealing with all that? It's like there is now a social media presence as a part of it. And I'm like, do not have a social media presence and like, don't really want one. But that, and that goes back to the whole thing of like, okay, like, well, what do you choose? Like, if this is what you want the most, like, then, but the, it definitely is a, is, is a factor. And a lot of audition forms that you fill out will say, like, what's your Instagram or like, how many followers do you have? Like, because people just want, if you have a lot of followers and you work on a project, that project will have more followers. Like, that's just how it works. Um, I thought they assume it would work, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it's it's definitely a bigger part of it than it than it used to be. You should um you should film your practice sessions put on TikTok or something. Yeah, I tried I dabbled in TikTok for a little bit and then I I like my friend roast me because I was like, I'm gonna post a TikTok a day until I go viral. <laughs> it's like she like called me the other day and she's like, You did three days, Claire. <laughs> and she like only called me to tell me that. She was like, I just stumbled across your TikTok. You did three days, you big idiot. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's fair. And are are you seeing like those social media people taking more more acting jobs or has it not really been affecting that? It's not affecting the roles that I'm that I'm really <laughs> <Okay>. getting, <laughs> but it is. I mean, there are more TikTok stars are are making movies, you know, like and are, are being cast in, in that stuff. So it is. It's it's interesting. It's cool though, too. Like cool that people can self make like that, like in theater. Like it always. But like as someone that's like gone to college for it, you have like a, a pretty large background of it. Yeah. It has to fucking piss you off when like a yeah. TikTok person is getting like acting roles like and stuff like that. Like or at least it, for me, it would piss me off. Like it has to be hard. Yeah. I do wanna like <laughs> something 
I haven't figured out how to put the list. If I were to ever do stand up again, there's something in this joke of just like, people can't just like decide one day to be doctors. I mean, they can, but like we're actors, like a lot of agents now too will be like, okay, like, and if you're actually a doctor, like put that on your resume. Cause that's so interesting. And like, we want people who aren't actors. And it's like, no, <laughs> come on. Like it's already a hard enough field. Like, so that it is, it is hard and it makes the playing field harder, but it's going to be competitive no matter what. And it's just like how competitive, like I can't really feel the different layers and competitiveness. It's competitive no matter what I do. What about uh, any other like entertainment work, either like writing or uh, uh, directing? Have you tried any of the other uh, fields of entertainment? I've written and I like that, but not enough to keep doing it. Like I, I enjoyed okay. it, but it was like, I don't want to, I'd rather spend time doing more acting, acting. Stuff, you know, like gotcha. then like, but that is like, I mean, that's how Amy got this movie is she wrote mm-hmm. it and that, you know, like, so there is something you've said for like making your own work. And that's also a lot of times like directors and agents will look for that. Cause it's like, okay, specifically agents. Like, it's like, okay, you're not just sitting on your butt, like waiting for us to try and get you into rooms. Like you're trying, you're making your own career. Like you're, you're doing stuff, you're writing stuff. Like that is definitely a thing. I do want to write more because I think I've never like taken a class for it or anything. We just, we just wrote the show and then people liked it. So we kept writing it. It is something that I want to, that I want to dive into again. Are there any like misconceptions about, about what you do that like the people that aren't in that world don't understand that you wish that they did? I think, and I mean, I do this to myself too. Like when people ask like, Oh, what do you do? The first thing I say is I work at a tech company. Like I don't say I'm an actor first. Like, even you know, like there is like that. That's crush your soul a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just because then the immediate question that follows after I'm an actor, what have I seen you on? Or, you know, what do you and it's like, nothing yeah. real. <laughs> you know, like, I wrote a Christmas show, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, I was coming and be like, Oh, well, I got promoted from community manager to manager community. So, you know, like, that's, that's what I say first. And I'm working on that. because It's like, no, I want acting is what I am and what I want to pursue. So what I am pursuing. But it is that kind of like growing up, it's like, hey, acting's not a real job, which my parents never communicated to me or anything. But like the society voice is so I think trying to break through that. If, if you tell them you're a singer, they want you to sing a song. Yeah. The, or if you tell me you're a comedian, they want you to do a joke. Tell me a joke. That's how it works. You're like, doctors are like, oh, does this look infected? Or like, uh, how would you diagnose <laughs> yeah. this? Like, I'm sure in certain fields, like you just don't ask them. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because like when we say work in tech, we're like, oh, can you fix my fucking email or my my printer's not working? It's like, uh, I don't work in that kind of tech, but okay. Yeah, (laughs) but probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I've never thought about that. I've definitely done that to my doctor friends. Like, oh, perfect. I have a weird like spot on the back of my leg. Help me out. (laughs) That's that's something at our family functions is like, like people asking her to sing like over and over again all the time oh really yeah that's yeah. funny that's be really annoying yeah i had uh, one of my cousins uh she, she was an opera singer and all and like every family function like she would have to sing it's just like yeah it's stuck after a while <laughs> it's nice to be asked it's like it's and it's <laughs> yeah when, i guess when they stop asking you that's <laughs> then it's, well, it's, yeah and we, we didn't really start asking until a couple years ago you know like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story that we're threading. This is fun, Seamus. This will be good. No, it's it's nice to be asked. It's one. It's nice to be nominated. It's just an honor to be nominated. <laughs> 
So we usually ask one last question of our guests. Any words of wisdom for anyone aspiring to get into acting, either theatrical or film acting or, or even singing that you wish you would have got when you first started out? I think you are like you are enough is, is what I would say, just in the sense of like there's going to be a role that is perfect for you. And like the things that are the most unique about yourself, like my low voice, I've never really liked. I don't like how low it is. Like, I wish I could sing higher, but it's the thing that makes me stand out. And like, that's something that I've come to terms with. So I think, yeah, you are, you are, you are enough exactly as you are. And like work on your craft and figure it out. But like, don't hide the parts of yourself that, that make you different. That's sweet. That's wonderful. Yeah. Be, be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Be be yourself. Just be yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Or be, be be happy being yourself at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah. What what are what have what have been the other nuggets of wisdom people want to know? Like, oh, what, one of my all time favorites is "Don't do it." <laughs> we get that one every, every so often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one's good. Or trying to get jealous of your friends being successful. Save your money. Yeah. yeah. You have a uh, where 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 can our guests find our guests? Where can our uh, listeners find more about you, Clara? Uh, they can find me at claraflaherty.com or at clara555 on Instagram. What's your TikTok? Or on TikTok <laughs> at user15793 or whatever. And it's like those anonymous things. No, we're, we're going to blow up your TikTok. Yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll, I'll a, I, I bet I bet those I bet those three videos are really great. But I think if you feel like if you kind of put some work into it, you could really do something remarkable in a, yeah. in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> that is very well played. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then if you're so inclined, my little renaissance girl.com has all the information about the feature film coming to a streaming platform near you at a to be determined date. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Oh, it was awesome. It was, okay, it you're was great. a blast. Yeah. You're really fun. fun. You're a you're breath yeah. of fresh air. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you both for having me on. Josh, it was nice to meet you. Yeah, so nice to meet you as well. So good to meet you. Yeah, let me know next time you're in Fort Myers. Uh, we'll have to go hang out, get drinks or something. We can go to yeah. Lobster Lady. Yeah. Or yeah. the other one. I went to another one that was in Cape Coral. It was like the weird pizzas. Nice guys. Oh, nice guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice guys. I like it there. The, yeah, nice guys is awesome. It's weird inside, though. I don't like it inside, but I you like it. You like all the pinball <laughs> machines? No, well, I don't know. It's just like weird, like smoky. It feels like it's a club when it's like this is a pizza restaurant. It's it's, it's an old hipster pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I am envious of you. I love Chicago. Chicago is like one of my favorite cities to go to, and all. I haven't been in a while, but I love Chicago so much. If you're ever there, hit me up. Tell me. Yeah. Love to (laughs) hang out and show you around. If you've already seen it, but yeah <laughs> show you some some cool spots yeah, yeah. No, i think if i were like, to leave florida like chicago is definitely like, one of the, like the top three places i would go so yeah oh it's the best what are the other two uh new york or philly oh cool actually indianapolis as well i like me as well there, there are, there's so many cool cities over florida where it sucks yeah i like seattle <laughs> a lot chicago seems cool like the the comedy scene there seems really cool yeah you gotta come to chicago too yeah, well, you know, like I missed, I thought I missed the boat, but you're, you're moving back. Cool, so. I'm going back because I was like, oh, Seamus never got to visit me. All right, fuck. All right, I'm moving back. That's why I'm going back. I, so I, I, know, I know I'm the I'm the thing that you think about most. So. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah. I, 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 Weird, I'm me too. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's too. everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everybody, you know, like I, you know, that's that's why that's why life's so hard for me. Because like, yeah, you know, every, everyone cares what I'm doing, you know, so I have to be I have to be on my best behavior. The chosen one. That's good. That's a let's. Can we? Is there a way that we can cut that and put that into the episode? He's, 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 he's been he's been cutting he's been cutting like all this stuff that I say out of context and like I, I uh, 
sometimes I go, sometimes I, I, I get a little weird with comedians. Mostly like it, I think. A lot of the time, sometimes. Yeah, I have a, I have a cancel reel for Seamus. <laughs> if you're everyone gets canceled, just. That's funny. <laughs> All out of context. It's terrible. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, both of you. Appreciate it. Good yeah, to see you, Seamus. Safe travels. Yeah. Uh, safe travels thank back you. to Chicago. Have fun. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great Bye, night. Have a good night. Bye, bye. You too. I like your cousin a lot. Yeah, she's she's great. Yeah, no, she's she's really cool. It's, it's so funny, like the cheeks and all. Like, you yeah, guys, it's, like, if you didn't have the beard, like you would do, like <laughs> I know, I know. Of, that's why, like, I, I didn't want to yeah. say that, but like, if I shave my beard, we look, you look like same. <laughs> that, I don't, yeah. That's, that's. <laughs> Except she, she she's a prettier version, of, obviously. You know? <laughs> well, don't don't so. sell yourself short. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, maybe I'm a little prettier. I don't know. <laughs> No, but your, your cousin's cool. And all. I, I really like her. Her personality is awesome. Yeah, she's great. And I like the like the fact that she, she has like like a real job, like like a, like a legit job. Like most people would, would kill for that type of job, and she still wants to pursue acting because like the yeah. love of the craft and all. That's, that's so cool. You know, she's 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 dedicated. She's yeah. I've, I've heard dad talk about how how dedicated she is too. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool. It's cool. Like your your family is like supportive of it because like I'm, I'm sure there's other families like. You got a real job. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, give yeah. up on this stupid acting yeah. shit. Like, it's. I mean, you know, if her family was like that, she would probably be doing comedy instead. <laughs> she might be funny. <laughs> she <would> be... <laughs> no, she's she's funny. She's funny. I don't know. No, I was saying like yeah. that would have been. Yeah, yeah, she would. Yeah, you know, she would. She, she would she have some, to some family uh, bullshit. She, she, like... she needed. She needs that. Uh, she would need that instant gratification of yeah. validation. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, I'm excited for her it's it's cool too because like theatrical acting is so much different than like acting for movies or tv shows or uh like commercials and stuff like that because it's like you get to like carry your voice and there's like singing involved in a lot of them and like dancing and and the movement's a lot more important and all that and like yeah it's there's there's no retakes i'm more exaggerated yeah yeah Yeah, you gotta kind of flow you have to flow it i guess probably the improv might help a little bit with that as well she said she wasn't good at improv but I'm, i'm sure like improvising like on stage because you can't really flop i mean you have to kind of just go with it if someone misses a line or fucks up something you kind of just have to push forward i think she's good at good at that she was saying that she needs uh she needs she needs some direction or some you know something to work mm-hmm. with and then she she can riff off of that yeah and the uh the, the singing improv things was i didn't hear that exists that that's that's so yeah. cool yeah i uh i envy i envy that piano player being able to do to to like just just change the mood in a moment that's 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 what that's all i've ever wanted to do on piano is do that especially like like music like that sets the mood for a lot of those scenes like yeah like especially if it's going to like something dramatic or something a bit more upbeat and all like definitely carry it like mastering mastering any kind of creative art to that point where you can just you can just like fully express yourself and like the instrument becomes a full like extension of who you are like that's that's so interesting to me you don't play any any instruments anymore right i i do from time to time i I pick up piano every once in a while do you have a piano yeah i got piano that's like the first thing i I got when i got a real job i I don't really play sax anymore because because it broke uh and i i like piano better it's a standalone instrument You, you can perform that standalone and it's it's all it's also like you can perform sax standalone too but it's like not yeah like sax solos are pretty dope it's it's a lot better when you have a, a rhythm section and i think everybody should have a piano whenever i go to someone's house i'm like you guys don't have a piano like what's going on you know like my house will never have I a think, piano i think everybody should have, i know your house is you're boring hey <laughs> i'm just joking you're you're just singing other ways
piano is great. It, it is it is hard to travel with though. That's why you go places that have pianos. You know, but like it's like one of those things you can't just like bust up on the sidewalk and, and start playing piano like where you can do it like a sax or a guitar or any other. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. It's it's a it's. I mean, you you can you can get a keyboard and it's, it's like not it's not the same. The same though. Yeah, I, mean, I have an electric piano. So is that just a keyboard? No, it's uh, it's a little different. There is a keyboard, but it's it's um it's it's got the same weight as a key as a piano and and it's responsive. Like so, if you play it harder, it's louder. Play it softer, it's softer. Keyboards aren't like that. Not all of them are. Like some of them, like like because like some some keyboards are a lot more about like electronic music and like MIDI sampling and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. This is more like kind of targeted to piano. Okay. All right. Well, I'm cutting probably all that out, but <laughs> uh, I music is important for the brain too. It's very, it gives you superpowers, helps with engineering and all that. Thank you all for listening. If you would like to support the WWSD podcast, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash WWSD underscore podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So have you listened to any of the episodes? I listened to the one that you did with the with the stand-up comedian. Okay, which one? Mm, I forget his <laughs> name. It was like right after our trip there. Okay. I, I don't know. Uh was it was he a Chicago guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it narrows it down to like four people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We, I don't I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs>